the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so without me. I said, Let me change the channel of news me, so celebrating a monarchy. A I reject even the concept of the false claim that there are royals. There are no royals. They are inbreds who tortured and murdered generations of people. I'm sorry, that's just the fact. Mindset is very important, but it does explain so much of why so many of us are willing to be slaves. What, why would a queen be celebrated? It's bad enough. They pretend that the, the, the one security guard's kid of Diana is, is part of the royal family. He's the only one that isn't inbred. The rest of them all are married to first cousins and second cousins. It's insanity that you pretend this is real. It is not real. There are no royals. This is this further is another display of our intellectual infancy that we would even consider the idea that this woman was a queen. She wasn't a queen. She was an old woman. And now it will distract from the atrocities committed by her family and her government and ours. And it teaches everyone. That's why you're being inundated with all the the, the propaganda, the Drudge Report. It takes up half of the page, of the front page of the, of the Drudge. The other half is how our American royals, our pretend royals, from Hillary Clinton working in conjunction with corrupt bureaucracies, are still going after Donald Trump. Now the Department of Justice says he's raising money wrong, so we're going to investigate him. But Joe Biden, who raised money from the Communist Party, he did it right. And the contracts that the brother got from the Bush family, that doesn't need investigation either. But we have allowed this because of our mindset, our mindset of servitude, where we would entertain the idea that this inbred family is somehow royal. It isn't. But you have to remember, only a third of us ever rejected it. A third of us during the time of the Revolutionary War was still loyal and informing the fake royals, the slave masters. Just take a look at East Anglia or East India Trading Company. Take a look at what those ships were really bringing. That's the royal family. It isn't jack to me. So I don't give a rip about this old bag. And if you do, change the channel. There's enough of it to go around. Believe me, they want you to be loyal slaves. Now we're just going to get your attention of who the queen is in America. Uh, so I think it's a really different um uh, comparison to what's going on here when it appears that the Justice Department and the FBI have been incredibly patient, quiet, careful until they finally apparently thought that uh, national security was at stake. But when this fat, thigh-chafing Duchess of Chafington 
had a server in her house communicating with governments around the world as overthrows were happening in Libya, in Syria, Somalia. The FBI wasn't interested as uranium was being sold to Putin, who now threatens the rest of the world with that very uranium. The FBI, they were busy. You guys are you get your hair done, parted to the side, you're off the rack suits, you dress a lot like those yard walkers for Mike Madigan. In the meantime, you didn't want to investigate the Duchess of Chaffington. Why? Because in this country, there's your queen with the big fat cellulite and everything else. She told us she's watched all of the January 6th hearings. What do you think of Liz Cheney? I think she's done a great historic service to um, the United States and, you know, And you think that her father laid the schematics for the corrupt foreign policy complex that you and your sidewinder intern molester pretend husband profited from immensely. Isn't that right, Rash? Paid a price for it, which was gutsy. It was unpatriotic. It was un-American. I want to give a real shout out to the witnesses. uh, Many of them have been young women. Young women. And, And that goes to... And every one of them, much like you, Duchess, bald-faced liars, just like you. And now that they have allegiance and sworn allegiance to America's mafia princess, mafia queen, they are going to be beyond any kind of audits, any kind of investigation. They are covered now by the Democrat mafia and the queen that rules over it. Good point about being a gutsy woman. The couple of young women who have come forward out of the Trump White House, they have been vilified. They had to have known that they were going to be criticized, but I give them enormous credit for speaking the truth and doing the right thing. This is ridiculous, but is it any more ridiculous than pretending there's a queen in England or anywhere else on this planet? Let's get a little more from America's queen. You know, I think he did a very important service to the country in giving the speech that he gave because too many people are not yet aware of how fragile our democracy is. Mm. And I'm not going to second guess the language he used uh, because there has been... See what it's called in, uh, in, in not so great Britain. Is it called a democracy? Is it called a social democracy? Is it called a monarch totalitarian despotism? Uh, do a little research, will you there, Squirrel? I want to know how that version of a corrupt queen offsets our version. So much uh, that has gone beyond anything I ever would have dreamed of, um, starting with January 6th. Uh, but so many uh, threats of violence and, and mm-hmm. you know, concerns that people are expressing about the country, you know, coming apart and all of that. So violence comes in all forms. There has never been a more violent administration than the Joe Biden administration, unless you go back to the Barack Obama administration. And then you could go to the George Bush administration. Violence is coercion. Violence is manipulation. Violence is extortion. Violence is forced opinion that's violent right but not according to the mafia here in this country which should be called the royal family as far as i'm concerned they have another duchess the duchess of lies the duchess of high cheekbones democrats are on the move two weeks ago the president of the united states canceled student loan debt for tens of millions of americans 20 million americans woke up on thursday of that week 
without student loan debt for the first time in their adult lives. Now I want you to think about that. Could the queen have acted so fast? They jam a, a, a bill through with the uh, vice president, best date in Washington, D.C. Jam it through. Just the Democrats and the vice president. The next day, the money was gone from the debt that was owed to the American people since Barack Obama nationalized student loans. Just gone. They just made it vanish with the click of a mouse. They almost make the money disappear in the form that they created. Just click a mouse. But what they did is move it over to their spending. And this is what high cheekbones Elizabeth Warren, who's an American Indian but looks like the Dutch boy, this is what she's celebrating. Another 23 million Americans saw their debt loads significantly reduced. I want to say a very special thank you to my partner in this, Senator Schumer, who has been a leader who has fought this fight, and also Senator Warnock, who has been absolutely relentless, as all three of us have spoken with the White House, have spoken publicly, have pushed to get this across the finish line. It matters so much to so many working people across this working. country. 40% of those getting help do not have a college diploma. The unions were behind it. The unions were behind it. The extortion mafia. What about those people that actually are members of the union that got the cigar and will pay for it? What about the guys like the iron workers? Yeah, he's going to help the people in the bigger cities because that's what he wants. But as far as me, I'm sure it's not going to help me. A lot of those families are rich. They have the money to pay it off. I mean, so they get they get a break and they get to sit on their couch, their kids, with stuff with a degree that they can't even use. And the thing about it is, the, the rich aren't going to pay for this. We are the the, 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 the that's everything's just going to be a is, is, is a gift. But those, that goes on the back of our on, on the back of our, our debt, and the, and the taxpayers are the ones who have to cover that. I mean, so it's just going to put a heavy work, you know, heavy burden on all on all of us. Now that's a union member. And I hope he remembers that when he's extorted by the short-in-the-pants, never-did-an-honest-day-work-in-their-life union leadership of the Irish Mafia. I hope he remembers that, because they're the ones who are responsible for this cabal of gypsies. This was ultimately the Democrats doing what Democrats do best, yep. helping working people. They're going to help you right into poverty and mediocrity. The week before that, uh, the work that I've done for a long time with the administration meant that the FDA finally put out the rules so that the cost of hearing aids will go down. Oh, look, you can get hearing aids. They're not failures. And I wonder, is it really that uncommon as the same working class people who live in mediocrity and poverty kiss the ass of a queen? Long live the king, they say. Right here, King Charles. And that redhead isn't your son either. Uh, by mid-October, hearing aids are going to be available over the counter for the 20 million people with hearing loss. So it's not a total loss. You're going to be able to get hearing aids over the counter. Sad part is, you're not going to want to hear what's coming out of these blowhards. We are less than 65 days away from the midterm elections. Right, right. And, you know, we keep hearing about this red wave, this red wave, but things are turning around lately. Mm -hmm. I mean, Biden uh, has been very successful on health care, mm -hmm. on climate. On, the gas prices went mm -hmm. down uh, mm -hmm. almost overnight. Mm -hmm. um, women uh -huh. are registering to vote in record numbers because... Do they want to talk about the taxes that have been put off to the side or the million barrels being released from the strategic reserve that is not so strategic and is not much of a reserve? anymore they want to talk about anything huh you table of viagra slayers the roe v wade and other things 
Um, should we be feeling better? Should the Democrats? I'm a Democrat. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I want uh, the Democrats to win for the for the survival of the union. Frankly, yeah. no, I agree. And with do that. you think that we will? Well, can I just say, yes. as as a woman of a slightly different generation? <laughs> oh, this is this is the puggle. This is Chelsea. Which, by the way, her husband can keep his eye on the ball, huh? Whoo! There's a guy that puts up with a lot of horror shows. My mom. You know, it's not only women who are registering to vote in record numbers. Uh-huh. It's young women who are young registering women. to vote. Women my age and younger. Right, yeah. And who are not only registering to vote in record numbers, but showing up to vote in record numbers. Mm-hmm. And we saw that certainly in Kansas decisively. Yeah. We also saw it in the special election here in New York and in Alaska. See, and- she's the princess of the mafia. Something tells me she's about to make an appearance with those cheeks stuffed full of nuts. So I certainly um, don't want us to feel complacent or in any way that we don't have to work as hard as possible for people to know what the stakes are in this election. You know, as the stakes are slavery versus freedom, which you're witnessing in this country today as a bunch of imbeciles who know nothing of their own history who know nothing that what bore this country was the tyranny and the corruption of the so-called royal family as they celebrate a queen. In essence, celebrating their own slavery. So it really isn't that shocking that the Democrat mafia is making a comeback. After all, what are they running on? Baby murder and something for nothing. Just like uh, Great Britain. It ain't so great. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. We don't care. We aren't caught up in your love affair. And we'll never be royal. How ridiculous. They call themselves a constitutional monarchy. Those two words don't go together, stupid. I love how they walk around. They're so sophisticated. All willful slaves, hoping that they get in on it. I hope they make me a a lord, a sir. Get the hell out of here, you idiots. You cannot be a free man if you bend knee to a royal family. See, that's why there is a major problem. You would think that after the entire Americas, reaping the rewards of the third that rejected servitude for 246 years, they benefited from being born free. If the royal family had it their way, you'd be a slave like the ones in Great Britain. But you're willing to accept it. I mean, that's what these last three years have shown us. That's definitely what the Democrat mafia proves day in and day out. As the Duchess of Chaffington here in this country is worshipped on such think tanks as The View, also known as the Table of Viagra Slayers woman for a democracy for any issue we all care about um i also think that we have to recognize we do have momentum on our side oh boy my sympathies to your husband there toots david in lansing hey sean uh it irks me very badly when i see any relative watching a marriage or some kind of thing about this royal family those people are the reason there is a 4th of July. Some still call it Independence Day. Independence from what? Yeah. That old lady that just died and her relatives. Her great-grandfather. It's not even that far. Right. It's 246 right, right. years. I, mean, I think yeah, it's her great-grandfather. It might be her great-great, but it's not that far. And you could see how inbred they are in her offspring. 
Now I have to pretend that that donkey-eared dimwit is a king? It's bad enough they pretend that that redhead is his son. Take a look at the security <laughs> guard for Prince Diana. Matt, South Bend. Sean, I appreciate you every day. I could do a little bit less without the Jade Behar. She's, uh, she's probably got videotapes in hell someplace. For somebody I got a good one. Punished, I got a good one today for you, Matt. She talks about men. You got to hear this. Along with that, that beauty queen, Whoopi Goldberg, with no eyebrows sitting there. She looks like she's in the size Marlon Brando was in when he died. Go ahead. Ow! I was going to ask about finances, though. I mean, the way the stuff's going out and the billions and billions, I just, the Bitcoin, I can't see any stable market out there. I just don't know. I mean, I got I got some old inherited stock. Uh, I'm close to retirement. I just don't know where to go, man. There's complexities in fiat money when you turn it over to a corrupt organization of any in any country, by the way. The way in which they create money over these last 20 years is significantly different than the way they did before. They literally can click a mouse. It can happen instantaneously. That's why I talked about how with their wish, now the debt is gone. I told you in real time of my personal friend, three different loans, $75,000, gone. So, and and why do they do it? Because they're, they're not actually helping the people. They're helping the delinquency in payments. They're taking the money from one area of the government and they're putting it in the other. This would be called financial fraud if a company did it. But the government uses it to buy more votes, and it goes back to the overarching mindset of the people in the country. They're slaves, and they want their master to like them, just like those people who are going to line the streets and wave the flag and celebrate their slavery in, uh, in England, Great Britain. Thank you, Matt. Stay strong. And I don't know what to do with your money either, brother. I honestly don't. Uh, Tom in Brookfield. Hey, Sean. Uh, Earlier you were talking about Biden and the speech, and if you noticed, he kept talking about political violence. And the other Democrats, I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of Democrats were talking about political, which I guess means that violence in itself is okay as long as it's not political. So when BLM rioted... Yeah, go ahead. I I, I just think, you know, when the, the... when the BLM riots, or mostly peaceful protests happened, that was okay because that was not political. Physical um, violence is the last resort of a moron, right? So when you see these societies go up, it's because the societies are filled with people who are helpless. They have no other reaction. They become physical. In this country, the founding principles are supposed to be the shields of honest men. They've been bastardized. So can it lead to violence? Yes and no and who knows. But here's the act of violence. The act of violence is what our government perpetrates every day as it steers and coerces and extorts the citizen. You know, you know what violence is, Tom? If you, if you have a good year and you were not a rich guy and you have a real good year and you're starting to get accumulated and you build your life and the government comes in and takes half of your assets, that's violence. Nobody was slapped in the face, but you were robbed of your hard labor. Right. So what we have now, this country, stands directly opposed to the tranquility and peace that is guaranteed the man in liberty. The, man, the free man. So we've been having yeah, got this point. intellectual civil war since since 1913. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say was, I, I want to say it was like 1997. Um, Bill Clinton gave China uh, the plans for uh, launching missiles. It was 99, right before he left. Right before he left yeah. office. It was 1998, 9 
and he gave a lot of our technology for our weapon systems to the backward communist who now threatens us. He was a traitor right. in that form, and he was bribed in the same fashion Joe Biden was. He just sold out for short money. Bill Clinton got short money compared to the $32 million that that Joe Biden got through the crack-smoking sun. I mean, Joe well, Biden is the Manchurian candidate who really cashed in, which is why he goes on vacation Will you suffer at the, at the grocery store. Tom, right. the good news is this show is only listened to by those third that are not slaves. The rest of the slaves go worship the American royalty, like the Duchess of Chaffington, also known as a Viagra Slayer. Thank you, Tom. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, before I... uh... I do have a caller on the line that I want to go to, but let's go to Kevin real quick. Austin, Texas. Hi, Kevin. Yeah, Sean, just a couple of things. I was listening to you ranting against the uh, against England and all that, and I thought I should give you a Viking name. I think it should be Seaguard the Eloquent. Right, going I'll, after them. I'll take it. Listen, I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, I'm, I, I, I have a nuanced history. Oh, yeah. But my grandmother, who my grandfather would introduce as a liar, said she was full-blooded Norwegian. Well, it turns out she lied to him because she was very handsome and she wanted him. She was a descendant of the Ulster Scots. And the Ulster Scots were imprisoned by, the, by England. And they were, they came, they were so desperate to leave the circumstances, they sold themselves into indentured servitude to come over to America very early on. And she was a descendant of one of these people. And, you know, to to turn over and call these people royal, you have to be such an ignoramus to the atrocities committed by the so-called real family, royal family. You you really, you have to be an idiot. And that's what we're going to witness now until they throw this old bag in a hole. Thank you very much. What's the name? What's the name you want to call me? Seaguard, because I just said Seaguard. The so, eloquent. I figure we give you oh. that. Uh, <laughs> from Park. No about- one from Melrose Park is called eloquent, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, one me. more thing. Yeah, one more thing. It was the. Uh, it was only a third of people that still were uh, loyal to the royalty, and it was only a third of the people that wanted to break away. And that's yeah. what can happen with the election. I would love it if a third of people got active to get yeah. Pritzker out of uh, the governor's office. Yeah, that's true. Um, even though the, the king was a big, fat slob, he was half the size of our big, fat slob. Thank you. All right, now let's go to a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a not just somebody who calls in the show often, but somebody who puts up a big fight. His name is Terry Newsom, and he wanted to give us a call and let us know everything that's going on, both in Downers Grove. And, Terry, you started an organization. You're the president. What's the official name of your organization? I don't have it here. It's- uh, it's parents involved in education. Actually, I'm the the, the state of Illinois uh, uh, president. It's a national organization. Um, there's lots of them. It's mostly mothers. You know, we've got to get more dads involved to help fight with this fight. And additionally, there's a new group that you're going to have to talk to in the future called the American Project, Daryl Flynn's group, and they're coming to Illinois. They just came. They got a guy named Josh Pratt. I met General Flynn. Helped. At uh, Mar-a-Lago. Very, very nice guy. Very nice. Yeah. So Josh, nice yeah, Josh Pratt was relocated here by them. He helped overturn Virginia. He told us it took 12 years. You know, we got to go up to Democrats, but it's equally important 
is these rhino Republicans that suck in Illinois. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere so, Adam uh, Kinzinger just got a shiver. So, Terry Newsom, what do you got going on now? So, uh, you want to talk first about the drag bingo or Burr Ridge? Or I have to tell you what? something. The, 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 the drag bingo is a story that I briefly, you know, I mentioned it, but it, it doesn't have any interest to me because it's voluntary. You, you, your kids aren't forced to go there, right? You, the parents bring them. And here's the thing. Sometimes yeah. morons are parents. I still have faith in the kid. So, yeah. And you know what else is funny? That we pretend that society needs this. The drag queens that are going to attend this, they're probably 50-year-old men for the most part. They didn't need to go to any it's event. A, it's a, unfortunately, it's an Italian-American like us. Uh, he's 32 years old. Well, I'm only half Italian. Like, there are some kinky Italians. I'm so half, go ahead. So I heard you're half Italian. And, are you Norwegian, too? Norwegian, yes. So my last name was Canuto. My mom's all Italian. By the way, she loves you. She's 84 years old. Oh, and my dad's it. side is Norwegian and Polish. Wow. Very good. Very yeah. rare. So, I, had so to get a re- I had to get a real job because the Italian side kept getting me in a crime. But we Polish know, side. you know, I know. My grandmother never wanted to go back to Italy. She was very turned off by the amount of willing slaves they were in Italy and the corruption in, the, in, in, in La Cosa Nostra. That uh, She yeah. rejected all that. But there was also an underbelly. A lot of freaks and geeks in Italy, and not just Mussolini and his girlfriend. So what do we got going on here? So I want to give you credit for, if you remember, we spoke about the, uh, the Darien mayor who refused to stand up and denounce the porn in the school. Yeah. You remember that? Of course. So I, I, want, to, I want to thank you because you're part of that, um, you know, because we, we kind of went after him because he refused to denounce him. And I reached also out Italian, to him. if I remember. Wasn't he Italian, too? Yeah, Marchese. Yeah, Mar- yeah. Marchese. And yeah. so I reached out to him because Downers Grove, Grove had an event, so did Darian. It was putting on makeup with a drag queen. And I reached out to him, and I said, listen, if, if you don't, if you don't uh, get this off the schedule, I'm coming after you again. Went to the library. The people were super nice, and we actually won, and they're not going to host it. So we have one little win at least. Yeah, on our good. side. So, so the, the, that guy's name was Marquez. I have a dear friend of mine I grew up with named Marquez. who was a wonderful kid, toughest three people. And uh, I guarantee he's not related to that one. But go ahead. Yeah, so um, you want to you pivot to the... Uh, well, you're making the, it uh, hard. Burridge. Yeah, but go yeah. ahead. Okay, sorry, sorry. So my brother lives in Burridge. Uh, I used to live in Burridge. I got friends in Burridge. I was told, um, I don't know, mid-morning by a friend that's still in Burridge who was informed before anybody else knew. And she said, Terry, I heard that you know they dropped off a couple of buses. We validated the story. Um, yeah. It is absolutely true. I, too, have a, a very good friend of mine, Hennessy, who, who uh, lives in Burr Ridge. He never spends any time combing his hair. He's a wonderful guy, works his ass off, raised four kids, paid off his house, and you know, constantly under stress, putting kids through college. And um, now you got to deal with this. This is really something that is yeah. astonishing to me because the hotel in which – Lori Lightfoot, who dresses like Jiminy Cricket, put the illegal aliens in is $165 a night. $165 a night. And what we find is that we have a record of, um, and this is per the DuPage Policy Journal, there are 75 rooms that we know of in which this, Mm -hmm. I I don't know who's paying for this, ultimately the people are, whether they be the people of Chicago or the people of Burr Ridge or Illinois in general, you're housing this when I, I, and here's the part that fries me about this. For circumstances, some of which are, you know, I, I forgot what the what homeless rate is, like 95% of them are drug addict scumbags, so you deserve to be homeless. But there are 5% who are squeezed out because of policy that are going to sleep in their car tonight, that have to go live with a relative, that 
Their whole life, they worked and paid taxes, and they don't get to go to a hotel. You've got people that never contributed five cents to the American society, and they're living in a $165 a night hotel, of which there's no expiration on? you yeah. got to be kidding yeah, me. I, 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 sent you, I sent you the videos. They're, you know, they have a, a pallet of water right in the middle of the lobby. As I, as I drove yeah, let's up. Let's throw in some the- jeans. Let's get some jackets. It's going to get cold there. Come on. What else do you need? How about a Buick LeSabre? Pull it in. Well, as, as I pulled in there, you know, I saw this guy there. I sent you the video. I don't know if you saw it. He had a phone. I'm sure they gave it to us with the translator on it. You know, well, the good the news is the iPhone, the new iPhone didn't go up any money, so we're still getting it under the old cricket charge. But listen, this is the yeah. problem. And here, I am for open immigration. Let me be very, very clear. But there needs to be restrictions in one aspect of immigration. And that is the nonsense that Americans, I have a problem they get. And that's welfare. Instead, you lure people here. Now, this story, although offensive to the people that pay it, is enticing to the millions of other people that will never pay it. So all this does is incentivize more chaos. And that's why I love what Governor Abbott did. And I hope that every other governor does it. Send the illegal aliens to sanctuary cities. And for those good people in sanctuary cities, can you take the hint? Hey, dummy, can you take the hint? You're not wanted there. Now, I love my friend Brian. I've been to, his house is magnificent. Sell that son of a dog. Odds are the illegal alien can get a mortgage better than the American hard worker. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so um, you know, that little troll, uh, Lori Lightfoot, was attacking uh, Abbott and some other, you know, on our side about being racist and mean and how could they bust them around, these poor people. What did she just do to us? I mean, to them. She did the exact same thing she's been criticizing the right for. Well, listen, the the, the race war is something that, um, unfortunately, people are afraid to touch when the reality is I have never looked at a man or woman of any other race and thought they were not capable to compete. I never looked at them and said, oh, you're stupid. You need extra points on a test. Oh, You obviously can't work. You need extra money to pay your bills. I also recognize that every race, every gender that the government decides to help seems like you live in squalor to me. Seems like you're not getting helped at all. Seems like your kids are not being educated and your quality of life looks like somewhere I want to stay away from. So they could continue down the path they want to. That's the beauty of America. And uh, we have our... We have our homeless military and people, and the way I look at it is, you know, I did see these people, right, and, and I did feel sorry for them. I'm not happy that we got to pay, you know, with our own tax dollars when we have our own people. We have our own veterans that are living on the street, and until so we could get our people off the street, why are we taking in more people in such a crazy economy like this? We're getting, let me, it's gonna, how much is it going to cost us? Well, let me explain. I, I grew up in Monroe's Park. My name is Sean. I was the only one. You know, I didn't need a last name. I was like, Cher. I wasn't welcomed by all of the cliquish, very neighborhoody guys. My friends growing up were the then at that era illegal aliens. My mm-hmm. friend was became a big deal in the Latin Kings. I went to catechism with him. I loved him. I hung around with him. I didn't fit in. Those were my friends. The other friends, the Perez family, who I loved, they were like my family. You know the difference? They couldn't qualify for welfare. So Each and every one of their fathers worked like dogs. They worked three jobs. And you know what? They all became, aside from the kid who became Latin Kings, who's dead now, the rest of my friends all became entrepreneurs, all became wonderful Americans, proud Americans. They never leached on a system. They they existed on church, church charity, and families like my family. My grandfather gave gave, gave the father a job. 
in hours where he could help out because he was working other jobs. We helped mm-hmm. Chris bring it. I love that. That built loyalty. Chris Perez, to this day, is a wonderful, wonderful guy that I am proud to know. He's my friend, mm-hmm. and he started out in a legal yeah. I am not against immigration. I want it because those people are a thousand times better than the trust fund ignoramuses that vote for the yeah. corrupt saboteurs like Joe Biden and Lori Lightfoot and the rest of them. So you want to know something? I'm going to, I'm going to put a, a real thing in perspective here of what we're experiencing. These people and their descendants will go on to be stronger Americans than the existing legacy Democrat that votes his freedom away. So let's not get too crazy. It's a shame because the rest of the people have to pay for it. But they should be here that want to come here for everything but welfare. The problem is a lot of them will be lured. A lot of them will be lured to be Democrats after this. Yeah, I, I, you know, I travel a lot. So I use lots of Ubers, right? I always talk to the guys. Hey, what country are you from? Then I kind of pivot into what's going on here. All of these people that are immigrants can't stand what's going on here. No, of course. These young punk kids that, you know, didn't have to. How about the ones that are running from El Salvador? MS-13. And they run yeah. because they're killing their families. So they want to come here. I Listen, come on in. And then MSM, MS-13 comes in. And they pick up the drug dealing. They pick up the mayhem and the murder. And now our judicial system won't prosecute them just like the third world hellholes that are bought and owned by the street gangs there. Unfortunately, they came here. The scenery's better. The politics is the same. Listen, I yeah. appreciate you coming on. You know that very much. I really can I, do. Can I make one, you, one quick statement? Go sure, right ahead. You know, Back to what's going on in Downers Grove and, you know, and the porn and this stuff. Me and other parents, in a way, we've, you know, we're speaking out because we have a different opinion, right? We don't hate the LGBTQ. Not at all. I got, you know, like, cousin and nephews and stuff. We're being brutally attacked by these leftist scumbags calling us terrorists. Yeah. We're pushing hate. And, and, and Never care about the opinion of somebody who would vote away their freedom. Never care about the opinion of somebody who would vote for an organized syndicate like this Democrat administration led by corrupt unions and the rest of it. I don't care what they think. They don't know me from Jack. They don't know who I love, who I'm related to. They don't know anything. So their opinion means about as much as their contribution to this society. Gatsang Ghoul. Tell your mother I said hello, Terry Newsom. I will. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks. We'll, we'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I say, this looks like a top of me, so it's just astonishing to me. me. I have a friend of mine from the Merck who is from Merry Old England. He's like, take it easy. <laughs> Listen, I don't have a problem with the people that fled it and recognized what it is. I have a problem with the willing slaves. For instance, how many people even realize she has, I don't know, what, 30 homes? Six that are her, were her favorite. The one that she died in had 50,000 acres, 52 bedrooms, 
78 bathrooms. Hope she calls Matrix or her family does after this. 775 total rooms, 200 employees, 188 slave bedrooms called servants' quarters, 92 offices, and a golf course. What was the what was the family achievement? They make the wheel. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I think their their family achievement is tyranny, murder, and mayhem. The good news is, 35 Vikings first invaded and sacked merry old England. It took Ivar the Boneless. A couple hundred of us to put them in their place because they fight like girls. Uh, Jaden in Walworth, Wisconsin, my young British fan, he's offended. Hi, Jaden. Hey, Sean. Um, sorry, yes, I am British, but um, I don't say, yeah, I do like you, Sean, but just <laughs> that, well, in America, there's a lot of slavery, so um, we're saying, should we get up to everyone whose family was a slave? You said that the Queens had a family of slavery. Yeah. By the way, uh, I have a I have a, a child who likes to who loves your accent and pretends to speak with it from time to time. But I will say yeah. this: it's the East India Trading Company that is the culprit of many of England's problems, America's problems, and that was a side investment of the king. Mm-hmm. I think that the best people are the people who fled that. Both the ones who came here. Don't forget, there's a massive amount of Americans that are descendants of England. Yeah. And the ones who still continue to come here to run away from that mm-hmm. kind of willful servitude. And when you have a system of government that pretends to have a constitution and then right afterwards calls itself a monarchy, I think it's, it, it's showing that th- those people aren't intellectually superior. They're intellectually in a mm-hmm. yoga twist where they pretend to be free men mm-hmm. and at the same time admit to be slaves. So that's how I view monarchies. Mm-hmm. I think it is an outrageous mm-hmm. system and it is an outrageous proposition that there are royal families i don't think she's very royal at all yeah i just want to say that um well i think nowadays that the monarchy is just there not just for looks but just to be there because like we have parliament we have like all that stuff but um, yeah i do see what you're saying also it's an innuendo it's an innuendo and that innuendo Mm -hmm. is propaganda and that innuendo is bred into children so that that's forever and you're going to see them they're going to wave flags, and they're going, to, they're going to turn that in their mind as patriotism without understanding what they're really celebrating is their slavery. And the people who are on the other side of that fence, those people who consider themselves to be blue, blue bloods, even the one that's born of the security guard in Diana, they're going to sit there and quietly enjoy it because it is a statement of legacy slavery. Now, you can call a slave many things, but you can prove it in a variety of different ways. And what we're witnessing today proves it beyond the shadow of a doubt. That's my opinion, brother. And you don't have to have it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I respect, listen, I respect mm-hmm. tradition to a certain extent. But when that tradition yeah, comes well. in servitude, I don't respect it. Now you have to keep in mind, I'm, I follow this way. I'm very hard to get along with. So I understand if you don't like yeah. me. I lost a lot of friends and family members, but I'm very secure in the fact that I think many, many aspects of society are going to tr- constantly try to turn people into mm-hmm. slaves and make them like it. That's why I'm not very religious. Mm-hmm. Sean, doesn't say, yeah, I, I don't hate you for this. I still like you. It's still cool, man. <laughs> That's all that matters, Jaden. You take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, you, you are, you are, but you're going to be a wonderful representative of free men. I love the accent, so is Thanks. my kid. Thank you very much, Jaden. Now we go to Joe in Willow Springs. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, Joe. 
Hey, what's going on around here? And this got overshadowed by the queen dropping dead, but um, is that that Sterogenics is back on the news. And one thing that nobody has ever said is that the uh, Cook County and the University of Chicago in their brilliance back in the 50s buried the first nuclear reactor out here in the woods. In the woods. So that's after World War II because is it the Fermi Lab were put it together? Is that how that all went on? Yeah, I'm not sure who all was involved, but like I said, definitely Cook County and the University of Chicago. And it, it probably goes back to right after World War II, right before. I don't know. But anyway, it's leaking. It's oh. leaking. And those people are very close to it. You can go on YouTube, and there are people go out there with Geiger counters and see it. But really? Cook County doesn't want to do nothing about it. And, well, maybe that explains the amount of Democrats. Because my understanding is yeah, uh, well, you know, exposure to that makes you stupid. And um, it would yeah. explain so much of the Chicago, Illinois Democrat Party. So we're going to look into it, Joe, from Willow Springs. And in the meantime, get yeah, your ass please. out of there, will you, well, before you get shot and mugged. I've got a place in, in Florida already I'm going to, but uh, I'll still keep something here because of the kids. Not yeah. that I want to. Oh, I'm in the same I have world. a bumper sticker that says, I have a bumper sticker that says, I, uh, honk if you hate Illinois. Honk <laughs> if you hate Illinois. And how many times do you think you're doing something wrong on a day? Yeah, well, you know what? If I borrow the car to one of the kids, they always we have to warn them that these people aren't mad at you. Yeah. And they'll come by and they'll give you a thumbs up. And uh, they'll, you know, if, if somebody comes up to my car and says, hey, where'd you get that? I said, if you'll put one on your car, I'll give you one. Are you in Southwest Florida by any chance? Uh, no, I'm about, um, you know, where uh, Newport Ritchie and of course I am. is. Yeah, my father yeah, used to live in Spring Hill. Yeah, I'm in Holiday. Holiday. Oh, sure. Holiday's and, very nice. Yeah, my dad, when he came oh, down, he, he bought in Newport Ritchie, which was an interesting area. And um, yeah. yeah, I'm very familiar with it. You're just above the tropic line. I like it hot and sweaty. Oh, Listen, Joe, take right. care of yourself. I'll see you on the road. Thank you, brother. Eduardo Midway. Eduardo Midway. Yeah, Sean. Um, you know, I was listening to somebody who was saying there should have been civility when they were doing that uh, photo op uh, with Mr. Obama and uh, President Biden. But see. Was there not civility? <laughs> well, they think the Republicans are the only ones who are, you know, with uh, anger management and fighting and, you know, punching people and all that i guess what happened with the george riots uh right last you know last year what was uh-huh. that that's going to get investigated once we take over uh one of the chambers so i hope they're ready for that eduardo you are an eternal optimist and i appreciate it i thought you were going to make fun of the side shot of michelle obama proving that's a toucan thank you very much get it can uh, all right tim hoopston sean thanks for taking my call i'll try to be brief because i know you're probably short on time um, th- thanks for talking about the royal family. I've never got the way the, uh, why people fawn over them. Um, they're like England's version of the Kardashians, only the Kardashians have better teeth. They're pretty. And, um, they, they don't do anything, but they're, they're, they're bright and shiny. Well, they uh, all look alike all of a sudden. I don't know how that happened. There's got to be a surgeon involved. But, but, but the difference <laughs> is, the difference is our, we, we have a king, too. His name is Elvis Presley. We have a queen. Her name is Aretha Franklin. They earned it. Right? These people right. literally destroyed millions of lives. And if you look at the foreign policy of England throughout the 
last few centuries. Come on, you were going to celebrate this? It, but it, what it does show you, Tim, is the willingness of men and women to be slaves. That's what I I can't understand it. And I'm, I, I'm blessed I can't understand it. Oh, they romanticize it. They romanticize it. But that's, that's not the reason why I called, though, buddy. And, uh, All right, go um, I, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, Hillary's out there. Well, you, your opening monologue with Hillary saying that, that Trump's a national security threat. I'm old enough to remember when Hillary Clinton gave away our nuclear response time on live television for yeah. the entire world to see during a presidential debate with Trump. I mean, she's the security risk. But I need to think about the server. But golly, the, the secretary the, the, of state brokering and okaying the uranium, uranium one sale. That right there, it, it, I couldn't believe they weren't calling treason. And the Democrats at the time, because Barack Obama was president, they could give a rip. It's just like now. They could give a rip. Joe Biden has proven himself to be an asset to the countries, the enemies of America that bribed him. And he continues to do it. And now they're still celebrating that, these idiots, as they make the countries that bribed Joe Biden very rich and the oligarchs in Ukraine very rich with no oversight. So that's why. You want to know the hope I have? Are those new immigrants coming there? Thank you, Tim. Because the American ones, they don't even understand what we're talking about at this point. In fact, in some cases, uh, they're going to be distracted by, are we curing cancer now? Did you know that they're uh, curing cancer? I didn't know anything about that. As we announced this morning, next Monday, on the 60th anniversary of President Kennedy's moonshot speech at Rice University, President Biden will deliver remarks at the JFK Library in She's Boston, brilliant, Massachusetts. Wait, wait, what'd she say? Laying out a vision. Did she say library? Did you grow up in Melrose Park? You gonna go to the library? Read about Italy? You moron! And for another American moonshot, a future where we send cancer as we know it, where we end cancer as we know it. As President and Vice President Joe Biden has led this cancer moonshot effort with the goal, and in, Feb in with the goal, and in February oh, 2022, boy. President Biden reignited the cancer moonshot and set new goals. First, to cut the cancer death rate in half over the next 25 years. <laughs> Second, to improve the experience of people, their families, and caregivers living with and, living with and surviving cancer. During his speech at the JFK Library in Boston on September... She says library. I, did you hear it, Squirrel? Library. My word. Well, we know she didn't get the job because she's qualified. September 12th. President Biden will lay out that vision and provide an update on steps the Biden-Harris administration is taking. To By the way, merry old England, another thing, single-payer health care. How many people who are slaves in England are going to die in a hallway waiting for a doctor? How many wait six and seven months for things we take for granted here, knee replacements and the rest of it? And now this idiot's going to talk about curing cancer? His party is the one that has destroyed the health care system in this country already. It's called Obamacare, where your premiums are 400% what they were prior to that abusive totalitarian law of corruption. And in the meantime, I cannot help but notice it always seems to need more tweaking, more money. And now you're going to cure cancer? Do yourself a favor and look up Thomas Edison's age at the time of death. Look up. Leonardo da Vinci, look up Galileo. You haven't made jack advancements with your modern health care. This is a great scam that keeps on giving. And uh, it's almost similar to what, now listen, this next clip I'm going to play. 
It's going to soften produce. So if you have produce out that are in earshot of this, put it away. Our plan, powered by the Inflation Reduction Act, represents the largest investment in fighting climate change in our country's history. And it will put us well on our way toward a future where we depend on the wind, the sun, and other clean sources of energy. There's another Viagra slayer oh, from God. the royal family of limpness. In the meantime, what she's referring to is what now the new king of England will be his mission too, the donkey-eared buffoon. We're going to go hardcore into this, so get ready to unplug your life. 312-642-5600. Tom, you're next. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. There's the queen, baby. Right there. She actually did something. Nice. See? I'll take American royalty over those blue blood, inbred, donkey-eared fools who are going to go hardcore on EV. Hardcore. We will rid ourselves from our current dependence on fossil fuels. Man, oh, man, you sound like you're a fossil fuel. Tom in Blue Island. There are no fossil fuels. Hey, Sean, I'm not a... Dittos, by the way, as I as I like to say, and I'm not a uh, big fan of the royal family, but I am of English descent. And I can uh, tell by that physique you, know, both, you got. Both the uh, Magna, I'm not going to let you sidetrack me. Both the Magna Carta and the Enlightenment happened under these uh, inbreds, as you call them. And I would uh, no, argue no, no. I to only you call the royal country, family inbreds. I only call the royal family the, the English people, the ones that you're speaking of that go back to the Enlightenment, and I'm well aware of who John Locke was and the blessing to humanity he was, and his first thing he wanted to do was get the hell away from that. He believed a lot like I do. I'm convinced of it. Never got to talk to him, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, I hear you. Uh, I, I had to deal with a lot of crap growing up in Mount Greenwood because, you know, I you know the Irish knew that the name, you know, Piper wasn't Irish, and so he really? accused of being an English. You know, you, you, I, I don't know anything about England, and I've never even been out of this country other than Mexico. And, uh, you know, I, think it was I just believe that England, you're right. I, and I, I know you didn't make that distinction. I just believe that England's, uh, England itself, under monarchies, has really contributed a lot to this world, my friend. Yeah, well, I, did, I don't think it was because of the name Piper. I think it's because you're built like a bowling pin. Thank you very much. Most of the British are. In the meantime, let's go to uh, American royalty, or wannabe royalty. Only about one out of five who can afford to get hearing aids. This will be life-changing. Now, here's the thing. You're going to get hearing aids. Sure, you'll be forced to participate in an energy sector where you're going to be very cold in the winter and very hot in the summer, and you're not going to be able to drive around because you have to plug your car in only when they let you, like in California. We want to go all electric by 2035. Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric? Now, what does he know? We've got Elizabeth Warren, such think tanks as Whoopi Goldberg, Hillary Clinton, Pete Buttigieg, and the rest of the girls. we got a lot of, lot of knowledge on the other side. This just happens to be Mark Mills 
who's a physicist and a senior fellow the Manhattan Institute, he doesn't know anything. The car, because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you export them somewhere else. You have really? to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. Ta- Five? What did he say? That can't be right. What does he know? Do we want to go all electric by 2035? Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you export them somewhere else. You have to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. 500,000 pounds of materials. What does that do to the earth? It does explain those lithium mines that look like absolute and total destruction. It does explain it, though. But they love the earth. Mother Earth! It takes 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. Just manufacturing the battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc. Demand for those minerals will increase between 400% and 4,000%. Isn't enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people for their car? But it does explain our foreign policy and our invasion of Somalia. It does explain so much of our foreign policy in the Middle East, Syria. It does explain our foreign policy, why Kamala Harris would kiss the ass and not in the Willie Brown way of the so-called president of Nigeria. That's where they have all that stuff. Or, uh, you know, we also were able to make it cheaper to get an electric vehicle if you want to save money on gas. Now, Pete Buttigieg, you know about as much of that as you do everything else. Ford raised the price $1,000 over your phony voucher, you imbecile. How do I get wine out of cashmere? That you could answer. Uh, Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? A couple quick things. All right. What's the difference between the state of California and the Titanic? Better dressing. When the Titanic went down, the lights were on. Real All quick right. about the National Health the National Health Service in England. Yeah. If you were to look at the waiting list now, after all the lockdowns and after all the COVID stuff that they implemented there, you will see that that list is much longer, and there are going to be people that are going to suffer consequences with their lives because of it. But they have this single is what the Let's tyranny of experts is. Tyranny yeah. of experts. Yeah. Do you think there's another another uh, alternative? Do you think that they want our health care system to look like that? So Dr. Awardi in Chicago is the average-looking female? I think it is, because I've been looking at those British. They're not very attractive. Ask Tom in Blue Island. I'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. There's some good music that came out. I mean, I, I mean, my argument has never been with the people. I'm more than baffled at their willingness to be slaves. But there are, I mean, this is not about the people. This is about the mindset. There are no royals. None. And the fact of how they live and how they exist on the extortion of their people. That shouldn't be celebrated in my mind. 
it should be chastised and rejected. And then when they get an idea, oh, you better look out. This situation is indeed dire. And the consequences of inaction and business as usual are unimaginable. Prince Charles is speaking out about climate change. The royal delivered a powerful message in a pre-recorded video for the Our Ocean Conference on 30 properties. The one his mother died in. 50,000 acres. He's going to tell you how to sacrifice, though. You, servant, slave, sacrifice. I have to go to see one of my houses. How do you, how do you, what's the maintenance cost of 78 bathrooms, 52 bedrooms, hundreds of thousands of square feet of house, 50,000 acres? What's the maintenance cost? Doesn't matter. He ain't paying it. The slaves are. And now you got an idea, huh, about another scam, which has been proven false since totalitarian frauds have been preaching it. Climate change! Poppycock. I think that's British. Look it up, Squirrel. Uh, Bob, Buffalo Grove. Um, thanks for taking my uh, call, Sean. You just stole my talking point. They've got a new king now, and he's a real work of art with regards to all his climate change. But he's well-dressed. I will say this. Their politicians are much better dressed. In fact, I still will order (laughs) some some clothing from Merry Old England. They have a wonderful tailoring system. But he never... He never did anything in his life except extort the people, rule over them, much like a royal family member. And in there lies the problem. The people of England should rise up and throw his donkey-eared ass out on the street. What do you think of that? Well, they're the, they're the ultimate, uh, what do you call them, um, a trustee or um, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, think of the word now. I just slipped my mind. Let's call but them tyrants. No, but it's also the money, like oh. like Brits. You know they've got he's got the, the money behind him, and um, that's never it. worked a day uh, in tr- his miserable trustee, life. Trustee, yeah. trustee, or um, um, he's a baby trust fund baby. He's it's another. It's the yeah. ultimate trust yeah. fund. He owns the whole country. You know the the way yeah. you even own land, you don't really own it. They do. You lease it. You get hundred year leases, and you better hope your family steps in line, or they'll be revoked. It's a it's a diabolical system, and the acceptance of it in the year twenty twenty two is astonishing. And now you're going to pretend he's an expert in anything except dressing? I will take his tips. For instance, he pulls off the vest in the way Lori Lightfoot wishes she did. They have the same hairline, though. Thank you very much. She shaves her. You know how vain you have to be to shave a male pattern baldness in your head? Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you, kid? Good. You're talking about climate change. Did you happen to see uh, that person out in California who had to recharge his uh, car uh, with a gas generator because the electric grid was being overused because of air conditioning, so they told him not to recharge their cars. Swalwell, <laughs> so much for, who uh, slept with the Chinese spy, Matahari, now on his Twitter and in the Democrat Party, is a family man. He's got some little kid. I don't know if he rented the kid or if he's the fruit of his loins. Who knows? Uh, he He's out there telling you, turn your air conditioning up to 81. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah. Swalwell says it, and the Prince of England says it, and Newsom says it. Let me let me make myself sweat in my own house so these idiots can drive around on my dollar. You have to be a moron. Yeah, so much for so much for their climate change. Yeah, their climate change is in their shorts. Thank you very much. That's where the climate's changing. I'll tell you what, and I understand why. I have to go to this cliff. I know, I know, I know. It's the view. I know. 
But you have to know exactly what you're up against. These people don't have a view. They don't have an, a th think tank. They don't have ideas. What they have is contempt and hatred for men. Humor is a benefit in any relationship, but a new study revealed that men are actually happier when they think they're the funny one in the couple. <laughs> but first of all, I want to meet the man that looks at Whoopi in that Marlon Brando costume and says, I got to have it. I got to have it. Let me meet that desperado. And notice how they're very comfortable speaking of all men. What repulses me is women like this. Repulses me. And if it wasn't for that Viagra, these idiots would be in some depressed home talking about how when they used to be women. That could never work for you, Joy. All I can say about this story is, duh. <laughs> I mean, of course, they have to be the most financially secure. They have to be the funny ones. Smart so insecure. But Steve can never be the funny one. He is funny himself. He can be the but funny But for a year, I made the him funniest? think. But for a year in the relationship, I made him think he was the only one who was funny. <laughs> you did? Yes. Uh, I, I just take great satisfaction in knowing he is clearly sleeping with her assistant. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, kid. You talk about a lot of negative things here, brother, but it's sad. It's all true. It's the stuff that's going on in the world. But here's, I got another one, just to, just to pile on. So, you know, I heard today about, uh, you know, B Bannon had a report in, uh, you know, because uh, they're going after him now again. Now, yeah. here's what I'm thinking. They went after all these guys that uh, uh, you, you stop and think of how many of all these people that were Trump's friends or helpers, advisors, as lawyers, his advisors, everything. They've the gone ultimate, after everyone. The they, ultimate act of violence perpetrated by the government that is supposed to protect your rights. If you are politically misaligned with the mafia, you are the target. That's why all their bills target and assure more extortion and more intimidation. That's what this is. So here's what, here's, here's what, what, what makes me so sick. Because you got so many rotten and corrupt people on that left side, those Marxists and everything. They get away with such actual, actual crimes, tons of stuff. They don't, and they, none of them, nothing happens to any of those damn people or they that. But this political, rotten, uh, corrupt um, uh, Department of Injustices, and all this, uh, the FBI injustice, they, all they are is political. It's 100% political. I, it makes me sick to my stomach when I take and think about how our Hillary country Clinton has got. Is a, is a traitor, is a saboteur. She literally sold American uranium to Russia. She okayed with, and with proved it. With Mueller's help. With, after, with Bob Mueller's help, too. After it was done, her husband said he went on a tour of speaking engagements all throughout Russia. They all paid him 500 grand for a 45-minute speech that no one has a record of. That is bribery. Was she investigated? Of course not. She's a queen in this country. So, you know, it's not negative because here's the, here's the upside. American people have been intimidated to not talk about these things. I talk about them. That's the positive thing. I don't care how many people listen. I don't care. Because if you're a rat bastard Democrat, I don't want you listening. I don't want you near me. But I want the good people. I know the small percentage of good people that make the world go around. And it isn't the Democrat Party. The entire Democrat Party is made up of the idiots that are willful, useful slaves and the predators on them. I don't give a rip what they think about anything. So I figure that's about 70% of our country. That's who makes up this welfare roach army. 
In the meantime, they're going to go celebrate and be busy as they pretend they're all part of the royal family in the next couple of days. Thank you, Craig. Mount Greenwood. 312-642-5600. Mark Cuban finally, finally stood up for himself. We'll discuss that after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Now listen, if you're going to play these British people, which I don't mind. I like a lot of them. Give me a little wings, Paul McCartney, will you? I like after he broke up, after Yoko ruined it. Terry Rogers Park. Sean, uh, uh, that wasn't nice what you uh, said about Queen Elizabeth. Uh, she, she wasn't uh, permitted to run the government, but the English people loved their queen. And uh, most of us here loved her, too. Well, I, it wasn't. you're right. It wasn't nice, and it's the truth. And the truth isn't nice all the time, especially when we're celebrating a slave trade family who not only traded in actual slaves, but also imprison their own people to believe there is such a thing as a royal family. I don't care how many people like it. It's slavery, and I'm a terrible slave. You're 100% right. It wasn't nice, and it's not polite. Neither is what that family did to hundreds of millions of people around the world. Not nice. And the idea that we're going to ignore what they did to our founders, our founding fathers, shows a level of ignorance of history I cannot abide by. Sorry, Terry. Wasn't nice what they did to the American people that wanted to be free either. Wasn't nice when they brought in mercenaries who were also slaves to kill printers and people who wanted to talk about the atrocities. Take a look at the Declaration of Independence if you want to see what not nice looks like. To celebrate a descendant as if they're special, that's something I'm not capable of doing. You might want to change the channel. Mark in Plainfield. Yeah, Sean, I'd like to request God Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, get, we'll look into that. Squirrel, come on. You're a DJ now. Go ahead, Mark. What else you got? Uh, I want to talk about Whitefoot and that uh, other idiot mayor in D.C. I, we need infrastructure, and Whitefoot's busted up to the suburbs. You know, we have empty schools that you know I hear in the morning show that are only 5% full. Send them to these empty schools. There's... Empty buildings all expose, over the place. That would expose a corrupt industry she doesn't want to expose. Right. You know, see- Trump was able to build, a, what, 100,000 hospital bills in less than a week uh, for the for the COVID in New York, and how many of those beds went empty? We, we could probably get things up and going you know, she within a coordinate, week. And- she should coordinate with her trust fund baby governor to put them in his hotels. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Pro bono, of course. Toilets. Pro bono, of course. Yeah, we'll, we'll let them take the toilets out. In the meantime, if you're expecting them to do what's rational and reasonable and actually do something that doesn't cost the people massive amounts of money, brother, you're going to be waiting a lot longer than those English people are to be free. In the meantime, look at uh, all of the success we have here, and we've got more and more coming. Um, can you talk about how involved President Biden and the White House is in trying to ensure that the same-sex marriage bill passes in the Senate this month? Do you believe that it can This pass- is an interesting topic, too. And it shows the willingness to be slaves of America. Why is the government even involved in marriage? Why do you need a marriage license? Why are there tax benefits? See, they like to cause the argument but not think about the actual issue. Government has no business in marriage. It should be abolished, their, their acceptance of it or their licensing of it. 
I'm a radical and a terrible slave. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. It feels the entertainment industry is an amazing industry that can do many, many things. It can educate, it can inspire, it can motivate. It's something that, if used properly, is an absolute attribute to a thriving society. If used for propaganda, it can lead to very bad things. My next guest is somebody who has succeeded in a very, very difficult industry and maintained principles while doing it. It's really an amazing story. At 22, he launched Malone Pictures that built a reputation for not just unique storytelling, but for impactful entertainment. He's the director of a new movie. You know it. It's called Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. It's streaming exclusively on Salem Now. Justin, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Good. How are you, Sean? Good, good. Now, I um I did my show from the premiere here in Chicago. And um, when my show was over, it had already started. I didn't get to watch the whole movie, and I am looking forward to streaming it. Uh, let me know what your thoughts were when you were directing this and um, what your opinion is of, of exactly how it turned out and what the impact will be. Well, I mean, I had a lot of thoughts while directing this film. I mean, we've been working on it for two years, and we went very, very deep into the rabbit hole. Um, I guess my process was, you know, teaming up with, with Chad Jackson, who was, I would say, the main subject of part one. We became very close friends uh, during making Uncle Tom, and you know, after the, you know, when the film came out, you know, we were kind of surprised by the success we were having and we were riding that wave. We determined that there was more work to be done. Um, Chad owned a plumbing company, uh, as it's portrayed in the film. And I asked him, I was like, what is, what would it look like if you joined, you know, the company came on board with us and, and, and we kept this thing going and Chad's a brilliant researcher. So, Really, the process for part two was just giving Chad and the rest of the team just that time to, you know, hit the books, uh, dig in archives. Um, you know, we're really blessed to have uh, some great producers. Larry Elder, uh, one of them who, you know, he's always, you know, kind of supported us, uh, you know, protected us to give us that time to do what we're going to do. Our other executive producer, Daniel Tuttle helping us have the resources. So the process was to really just, you know, do the reading, do the research, and uh, follow the facts and, you know, start to, you know, put that together and, 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 and see where it led us. And I had no idea it would take us where it took us, but, you know, I'm glad that we, uh, that we had those resources, and I'm very happy with the way the film has turned out. And we can solve a lot of today's problems through going in that rabbit hole, digging out the real history of America, the real impact on freedom on all people, 
And I think it's within the truth we can offset so much of this current strife in society that is built in my, and in, 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 it's more than my opinion, in the fact that a lot of the angst is created from false history and the rewriting of actual history. So what were some of the more startling facts you discovered that kind of you were shocked by? Probably the history of the, the South. You know, I mean, I grew up in the 90s, and, you know, I feel like the early 90s was a, was a golden age of cinema. I think you had a lot of good films coming out, but you, you also had a lot of films that, you know, always kind of portrayed uh, the South as this, you know, just racist hotbed that, you know, blacks and whites were always at each other. And so that's just the, the vision that I've had of the South um, and also in public school, you know, I mean, we learn about slavery um, and then it jumps to the civil rights movement. And in between that hundred year period, you see, you I mean, you think of how, you know, just the, the white man oppressing the black man. So I think the biggest uh, discovery and, and revelation for me was that that's not true at all. Um, there's a beautiful history of uh, America history of, of, of progress of prosperity entrepreneurship patriotism um we discovered people like manning johnson um who, who these people have all been buried um and you know i guess the biggest uh or the the most joy i've had in this whole process is learning who booker t washington was um i had no idea who he was until i, I was working on part one and I was able to, you know, read his autobiography of from slavery, and then we were able to read all of his books. And it tells a completely different story than we learn today. Um, and I think that that story has been told to keep black people angry, to keep them afraid, and to keep white people guilty and feeling guilt. Um, it's been a master stroke of uh, some evil propaganda uh, ideology. Yeah, a absolutely. So um, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot in part two. But I think personally, just learning that America is not an awful country and that the South was not an awful place was probably the most rewarding thing for me during this whole process. You know what's astonishing too is the actual history. Was it? I think it was in in Uncle Tom one where you covered Willie Ellison, right? Willie Ellison Jr., uh, the black slave owner, uh, contributor to the. No, we did. We actually, no, no, we actually didn't. I mean, we we actually got into that during the process of two, but we did. We ended up not uh, featuring it in it. But I, I am a little familiar with what you're talking about. But when you go into the Civil War and you go into the history and you realize the way in which American children have been propagandized, I noticed this in my yeah. own education. I'm I went through school in the seventies and eighties. And it, it, it's really astonishing. And what I could never wrap my head around is so much of the atrocities that were perpetrated on American citizens by the American government. And the rewriting in that history keeps people complacent and not focusing on what I think was the, the main issue of the time, is that so many of the people involved in the Civil War in the South were not slave owners, and how few people in the South were slave owners or even supported the idea 
and how many states abolished slavery without a shot being fired. This is something that so many people are even unaware of. I still discuss it. You know, I had a, a discussion the other day about the North and the South and the Civil War. And it's really something that I want to avoid. You know, you see this climate that we have now, and it's something I, I deal with a lot of people who think, oh, there's going to be a civil war. And to a certain extent, there always has been of ideology. And they're looking for something to attach kind of, I think, the government corruption in a virtue signaling message. Do you think that that could ever happen again? Well, I mean, I, I hope not. But, I mean, we're, you know, it feels like we're getting pretty close. Um, I mean, we we are in a war. I, I would think it's a spiritual war. It's a cultural war. Um, whether that war uh, turns hot or not, you know that you know time will tell. But I do think that there are people that wish that that would happen. And I mean, just the last couple of weeks, the things that our government has been doing and saying is is a bit alarming. It's things that you know I I never would have thought in my lifetime I would see images that we've been seeing. So I, I hope not. I, I think America is an amazing place, and I think the fact that America has not fallen yet, when you know you've had this evil ideology uh, working on America for over a hundred years, the fact that we're still standing, uh, I think that's what gives me hope. Um, it just gives credit to our founding fathers for how brilliant they were and, and how intelligent they were. Um, in their in their knowledge of history and in their faith in God, and you know, I, I think that America's been here before. I think I think you know we've gone to the edge before, um, and somehow we've always uh, got ourselves out of it. So I pray that uh, the same happens, you know, where we are now. We, we're definitely in in the tipping point right now, um, and so you know, I, I pray that that we can we can. Um, we can overcome it and return to uh, the glory of this country. During the shooting of the movie, during the research of the movie, and everything you experienced while doing it, the perception among a lot of uh, white Americans is that all black Americans feel the way the most radical voices do, have the anger that the most radical voices have. Was that your experience in shooting the movie, or was it different? Was there an appreciation of the principles of Americanism among black people that were not on board with the more radical voices? Well, I think what was such a, you know, I think what made part one so successful was that it was, people were happy to see uh, so many, you know, black Americans from every walk of life uh, share, you know, the love of this country and share these values I think, you know, what the media and academia and Hollywood, what they've been able to do is hide away uh, certain people. I think what the, the genius of the mainstream media is, is not just this deception, but convincing you that, pe- that, that the majority, uh, you know, believes the way they do. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're, you know, and so... You know, I guess for me, I, I knew about, you know, Herman Cain. I knew, you know, um, about Larry Elder. I knew about, you know, Colonel West. And then there was this rise of these millennials. You know, you had Candace Owens emerging and Brandon Tatum. But as I got into it, you know, you find that a lot of black America is conservative. And they've all and there's always been a conservative black America. You know, yeah. there's always, you know, their faith, their, you know, their, their faith based. 
Uh, and that's going back to where we, where we landed it too, is when you unearth this history, you see that in all these images that, that have been buried, you know, and that have, that are, are hidden away. So I think that the, you know, the, the, the gatekeepers of information have done a really good job at only lifting up either the, the, the lower echelon of black culture or the intellectual Marxist agitation driven, uh, you know, black people, you know, yeah. they don't give, uh, I mean, why is Thomas soul, not a household name? You know, right. why, look at how Larry was treated when he ran for governor of California. Uh, look at how Herman Cain was treated when he was ran for president in 2012. Look how Colonel West was treated when he was, uh, you know, a, a congressional member in Florida. So, um, yeah, there is a you know the the media does a really good job at only lifting up the uh, the the black people that really uh, carry their message. Yeah, it's amazing because you know I went to a parochial high school in the Chicagoland area that at the time had the uh, the highest percentage of minorities of any parochial school in, in Chicago, and these kids and their families were my friends. We agreed on everything at the time, political, and at that time it was the eighties. And there was uh, President Reagan was in charge. And I, I, I never experienced anything to the level that we're experiencing. But there was no tolerance for misinformation. And it's an unfortunate thing that I think so much of the misinformation that's accepted started in Hollywood, which I went to Columbia College in Chicago. I wanted to go into this industry you're in. I admired it. I appreciated it. I loved it. But I'm a generation older than you. And back then, actors and directors had a love of America. They, they, they made patriotic messages and patriotic films. I think that really took a hard turn around the same time of World War II, shortly thereafter, that started to promote so much of the ideology of collectivism, of socialism, of Marxism. And it really was a catalyst to where we are today. And I'm hoping that the correction of it by people like you can change the future. And I'm wondering if you're seeing that among actors and audiences, where that's where you have some optimism as well. Well, it's interesting. I actually had a phone call yesterday uh, with an agent, a Hollywood agent, who is interested in the films. And I was, I was a bit shocked. He's, he's with a very major agency. And I just asked him, I said, you know, we, we released this film on Salem Now, part one, and then it went on and it did well on Amazon. Um, it did well on, on iTunes. So it seemed like there was some appeal for the film uh, in the mainstream. And he's like, let me let you in on something. And he's like, the whole wokeism thing is kind of, you know, dying out a little bit because, you know, you're, you're seeing that, uh, again, I think, you know, when this stuff goes too far, America seems to kind of snap out of it. And so, you know, he, 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 made, he gave Netflix as an example that, you know, they stood behind Dave Chappelle uh, and a couple other comedians yeah. uh, when, the, when, the, when the mob was going after them. So, you know, he was honest. He's like, you know, obviously it's Hollywood, but the fact that I was even talking to a Hollywood agent who is, you know, interested in, you know, the Uncle Tom's films is a, is a little promising. That's a you big know, sign. I think that's, it is. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if the Academy Award, <laughs> uh, you know, they're going <laughs> yes. to recognize us, you know. Um, yeah. You know, they're not, but... The thing is, is you know, at, at the studio, like, we 
we're pretty split. You have people that like, don't have a lot of optimism for America that, you know, they don't, they don't see us getting out of it. And then, you know, some of us feel optimistic. I'm kind of on that optimistic side. Um, I think America has, has, has had its back against the wall several times. That's right. And I think that, you know, our founding is, our founding is good. I mean, and sometimes, you know, and, you know, I'm a Christian and this is really where, you know, where your faith grows, you know, when, when, you know, you get on, you have to get on your knees and, and you really see evil for what it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you talk about our founding fathers. I mean, they, they put it all on the line um, to, to, to build this country. And, you know, th- those men had everything to lose. And that's so, why, I'm you know, optimistic. I, 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 yeah, I, that, I, yeah, I am too, you know. I'm optimistic because liberty and freedom and the ideals that America is built on, Americanism, lived before America was born, and men, and they were oppressed, and they were murdered, and they were put in prison, and we survived through that. We've got a tremendous lead on what our ancestors did to even come up with the idea of a country based on individual liberty and freedom. So I do think it can win, but I do think your industry is going to be a part of it. Now listen, if you ever need a heel who can speak fast, very loud with a Chicago accent that gets the slap around the good guy, you call me because I'm dying to get into pictures, will you? For God's sakes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll do it, man. I'm, I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> in the meantime, I wish, you the, I wish you the best in the future and success with the, your, your new movie, Uncle Tom 2, which is exclusively on Salem now. Justin Malone, keep it up. I know your parents are proud. I'm proud, and I mean that in the best sense of the light because I do think you, people like you in your industry, can change the tide of future generations. So thank you for what you do. Thank you, and make sure you finish the film tonight. Uh, it's got a nice cliffhanger to keep you know keep you on oh, yeah. the edge. So I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to see I'd like to know you how you feel about it. So let me know. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty, and because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. <laughs> AM560, The Answer. Sex Pistols? No. Yeah. Dude, the 80s. riddle with this. I used to go to the... There was a theater. I can't remember the name. Not Park West. There was another one. I used to go down there. It was a lot of fun. Start slamming, dancing, and the rest of it. Throwing people around and not getting arrested, as it was known in my area. In the meantime, um, there's a story that's not getting a lot of attention. And I think it should, as we are inundated with how successful the government, gangster government, bureaucracies are attacking people that it ideologically disagrees with. And when I say it, I mean the Democrat mafia, which is riddled in scandal, prima facie evidence the FBI has had for three years on the laptop of the crack smoker and the rest of it. But there is a pushback that is not getting any inform- any play in our media. Federal judge giving the White House 21 days to turn over emails from officials, including Dr. Tony Fauci and Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, that were sent to social media companies. It's all part of a lawsuit filed by attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana accusing the administration of colluding with big technology companies to censor information on Hunter Biden's laptop, COVID-19, free speech on elections, you name it, they censored it. The White House now dodging our questions on the judge's order. Listen. 
I can't comment on any specifically ongoing uh, litigation. And so again, I'd refer you, we would refer you to Department of Justice. A couple of things that I would say on just as a general matter on this, uh, as we've said over and over again, since the beginning of the administration and our battle against COVID-19, it has been critical for the American people to have access to factual, accurate science-based information on information. What about if those communications are still happening? Are there frequent contacts between the administration and social media companies? So so I'll say this, you know, as, as we have said before, there has been ongoing work uh, dating to the Trump administration to provide accurate COVID information where... To provide misinformation and propaganda to buy the kind of willing servitude you've enjoyed while you continue to bankrupt and destroy the principles of America. That's what it's for, and it's going on in real time. And that's why you see the Duchess of Chaffington on tour at the Viagra Slayer table known as The View and on late-night TV. They're going to continue to promote misinformation so you are unable to question your own government as they give you more propaganda about stopping the disease they have no control over, let alone some that they've already created. There is uh, an excess of deaths above what we would normally expect. and that's That coincide exactly with vaccine mandates. Ooh, I will not be a willing slave, will you? 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I have to tell you, Wisconsin politics breaking my heart. You have, arguably, the top three senators in this country. One of them's in Wisconsin, no question about it. He should be touted and walk to victory for just what he did on fighting against the government mandates for the experimental vaccine. Instead, it appears to be that he's in a tight race led by a moron named Mandela Barnes, a communist. You know, one of the, the most unfortunate things, so I posted this on Twitter, or I shared this on, reshared something on Twitter, uh, where somebody took a picture of uh, one of the protesters who was outside the governor's mansion, and it said, open my business. And then the store, and they had like a sign that says, my business matters. And like the most important thing about this whole scene is the word my, 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 my. And that's, that's what I've been saying all along is a lot of, too, too many of these, too many people are, you know, being selfish, where it's just my, my business, not, not your life, not my neighbor's life, but my business and how, how, how is, how are you going to help me, 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 instead of thinking about the, the as opposed to the degenerate deadbeat scumbag who doesn't want to pay his, his, his tuition or his, his, his mortgage or his, his, his food bill. See the veiled virtue of communism by a moron. That's his stupid version of you didn't build that. And there are Wisconsin Democrat roaches that love that kind of communism. I have one that hates it. His name is Chuck from Dullivan. Turns out the Republican butter-handed mafia is after you as well, huh, kid? Yep, the, the Republican mafia came after me today. I was working on my job site. I had 150 trucks come into my job site for a big box store super center I'm building uh, for a company up in uh, uh, um, Apple App Appleton. Anyway, so... So I'm, I got the trucks coming into the job site. I'm saying, okay, if you got 4,500 PSI, go to the right. If you got lean, go to the left. I've got these trucks coming in with steel for the iron workers. 
And uh, all of a sudden, three cops show up, and they go, uh, what are you doing here? I go, I'm running at a job site. They go, well, we've got a report from somebody that there's a crazed man with a white hard hat and a truck that's painted up, send his truck to Washington, sitting over there. That's you. And I go, well, listen, I go, I'm running the job site. So they called their lieutenant, and the guy goes, no, that's the guy that's, he's running the job site. Well, all of a sudden, the three cops leave, and then all of a sudden, a black truck comes, turns a U-turn, and takes a picture of me, and it's my opponent, Brian Stiles, takes really? a picture of me on my job site. Honest to God, truth. You can't make this stuff well, you're, up. Well, you're a guy and running like, for office who's working. You're an anomaly. You're like the spotted owl. Maybe he just wants to show well, people and, that it does exist. Yeah, so anyway, so then he turns around and he drives off. And I, I was like, and I could not get a, got my car phone out of my pocket fast enough to take a picture of him. Yeah, but I, probably because you call it car I phone. Well, yeah, but, I, but I, well, I'm 68 years old. But <laughs> I, did, I did flip him off. But I tell you what happened last weekend. This is going to believe this. I was down in... I, I know. I was down in Marengo, and I went, and your governor pulled in and said, i got to get down to 290. I go, well, looks like you're going to have to lose 100 and a half. Uh, but I'm bummed. Nice. Thank you. We wish you the best of luck. Good luck convincing morons that would vote for Mandela Barnes and the other socialists prancing around the university in Milwaukee and outside that don't want to pay their tuition, also known as the Democrat Roaches. Uh, Bob on the south side. Hi, Bob. Oh, I wanted to talk to Bob, especially when he has information that I'm right. Mike and Elgin. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hey, you know, you're right about you don't need a marriage license. The original one was issued here in Chicago between an American and a foreigner. And the whole idea of the license was so that they can keep track of the property so that if the American died, the foreigner property wouldn't go to some foreign potentate or whatever. Like, Or if you're, they were British subject, they wouldn't go to the king. The property would still make, you know, remain the U.S. citizenship. And there's a Supreme Court case here in uh, Illinois called Hewitt versus Hewitt that says that a marriage license is a three-party contract between the two people in the state, and that's why they're involved in everybody's marriage. When they it is outrageous how they have swindled the population to yep. not only subject yep. themselves to the licensing system in love, but yeah. somehow a society be manipulated to where there's a benefit if you're married versus the independent American who decides never to be married and how much money he wastes because there is favoritism showed to married couples. And yet this, this goes unspoken. And now we're supposed yeah. to play the, the willing game of, ooh, I hope they let me marry who I love. What the hell does the government doing in that business? No. I cannot no, believe don't. how unfettered and totalitarian the American government is. Sit in a corner and shut the hell up morons right the idea that we let yep. them in every aspect of our life there's no need for the yep. government to know anything of who you love none no i got married i got married without one so you can good do for it for you anybody for can do it good for you brother i didn't need the government besides who's going to give us advice on how, how the government uh dictates who should be i mean it's preposterous but it goes deeper it shows you the willingness of men and women to turn themselves into slaves. And that safety cult. Ooh, I'm married. The government says so. Idiots. Dave and Wheaton. Hey, Sean. Um, I wanted to, I was going to ask you something, but I forgot the question. Um, in, <laughs> in, in, right. in England, I, was, I, I, I always date these women who are uh, Princess Diana fans. And I'm like, do you know anything about how, how the, the monarchy made its money? 
So I started just to do a little cursory research. They, they stole land. They of stole course. land from the Catholic Church, tons of it. And they're walking around with crowns. It's, it's English mafia. It's, it's yeah. Machiavelli. And then you'll get to the real successful the mafia, the Catholic Church. I'd like to have an audit, a forensic audit of what they're worth. And what do they produce? So it's one yeah. pretend kingdom against another. Yeah, look at now. See what you did, and, Dave. And Sean, now I'm going to get what, the Catholics mad. I got the Mormons the other day. The Catholics not. We get everybody mad, and it's because of phone calls like this. Stop making people think. Before you know it, they'll be going to their congressman, hoping they get a marriage license. Thank you, Dave, for the phone call. See what I did there, Squirrel? Did you pay attention? Pay attention. In the meantime, we really need to take on this government. We really need to put them back in their place. And it starts from really surprising places. I don't mind being taxed more. I've, I wrote a blog 20 years ago saying it's the most patriotic thing you can do after military service is pay your taxes because that's what allows everybody, you know, to, to live and to prosper. Um, but, yeah, the idea of just soak the rich, billionaire tears, tears that sell that cup. Mm-hmm. Screw you, Elizabeth Warren. You're everything wrong with politics. Okay. <laughs> okay, then. All right. And he's absolutely right. And by the way, did you know? For the magnanimous, virtuous Democrats, you could always pay more. You don't have to pay the minimum. You could pay in in excess of what the government says you owe. Why doesn't anybody ever talk about that? And why doesn't anybody look into how much taxes Elizabeth Warren made as she was making her millions? And I don't just mean flipping houses after the crash. Selling out political power to credit card companies and lenders. Oh, but Democrats, they're as stupid as they come. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. We're going to get a lot of pushback about my positions, but that's all right because the positions should be always with the ideology of freedom and righteousness. I've been calling the Democrats a mafia for as long as I can remember because they prove themselves to be a mafia time in and time out. That's who inhabits that party. That's who preys upon the weak and the needy. And they've managed to do it very successfully where there are no standards anymore. And I just don't mean Fetterman. Steel workers! Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. You know, in the, in the Mon Valley, we make steel. Yeah, yeah, sure you do. In the meantime, what do they make in Vegas? Oh, scumbags. Tonight, the Las Vegas community in mourning after one of their own, a journalist was killed. Police say award-winning investigative reporter Jeff German was stabbed to death on Saturday outside of his home after an altercation. Authorities now releasing these photos of a suspect who is still at large. German joined the Las Vegas Review-Journal in 2010 after more than two decades at the Las Vegas Sun, according to the paper... And he was known for breaking big stories about organized crime, corruption, and political scandals. The- Gee, who could have killed him? Who do you think, Squirrel? Who do you think could have killed him? Fox News alert. A Las Vegas journalist was just stabbed to death after writing a series of articles exposing a local Democrat's corruption. Chief Breaking News correspondent Trace Gallagher is here with the latest. Trace. Hey, Jesse, police have confirmed the search warrant is in connection with the murder of 69-year-old Las Vegas investigative journalist Jeff Gehrman. They won't say whose home was searched, but it reportedly belongs to Clark County Administrator Robert Tellis. Tellis was the target of a recent investigation by Gehrman, accusing him of fueling a hostile work environment, bullying, favoritism, and having an affair with a woman in his office. Oh, ta-da! 
all attributes of the Democrat Party. It was him that killed him, and he has since been arrested, of course, after a standoff. But that is what you expect from the incompetent gangsters. All they have to do is win the elections and get themselves in there. We make steel. And New Jersey, and New Jersey, Dr. Oz makes crudite an ally. Sacred don't you think? life of union, the union way of life, uh-huh. the union way of life. Uh-huh. Send me to Washington, D.C. All right. Any choice in uh-huh. front of me, any bill, union way, the anti-union way, every single time. Uh, brilliant. I wow. don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> What's it look like when they run cities? Anybody? I mean, I know you're in Chicago. You know what it is. The best you can do is when you're off his pool of the amount of people shot, mayhem, murder. We should start including carjacking, by the way. What you see in this video is a carjacking in progress. Police say two male suspects walk up to a man sitting in this white Lexus. There open was the car problem. door and... For- see, you can't sit in a Lexus in a Democrat-run area. Force him out at gunpoint. The victim walks away as the carjackers pull off, windshield wipers going and abruptly hitting the brakes. It's just going hand in hand with all the shootings and the carjacking. It's, it's out of control. Police say it happened on the 600 block of South 62nd Street in Southwest Philly around 6 this morning. Cameras at the Church of Christian Compa- That's okay. There's another Democrat area. At the breaking news overnight, that shooting spree in Memphis, leaving at least four people dead. Molalinge is there. It gives you a whole new perspective on the Democrats. Democrats are on the move. Two weeks ago, the president of the United States canceled student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans. So there you go, deadbeats. You owe less money. Now, whatever you do, don't take your mother's Lexus out for a ride. It'll end in mayhem. All right, I'll be back in 21 hours. We're still not going to be willing slaves. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.